You are now listening to Inside the Paint, the place to get all your basketball scores, rumors, hot takes, and more. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts. Now, on to the episode. All right, welcome to Inside the Paint. Um, season has started, and uh, we're going to be talking about that for a little bit. Um, John, you got your intro? Welcome, everybody. I just want to say first thing before we start out, uh, Cleveland right now is no, 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 no. We got a whole, um, we got a whole time slot for that. So I we got a whole time to, slot. We got a whole I, time I slot. John. I want to let everyone John, know. John, 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 uh, John. We got a whole time slot. Right now we're 3-0. and we beat the Pistons. We beat 76ers. And I can't remember who else right. we beat. We beat, uh, we beat Charlotte, I think. Which my team could not do, apparently. No, you guys so. are ass. All right. Well, we'll talk about that. But anyways, yeah. Uh, hope you guys had a good Christmas. Any other holiday you celebrate, whatever. Hope you had a good time. Um so, yeah, we'll be uh, going straight into it. But before that, uh, if you don't follow the Instagram, be sure to follow the Instagram Inside the Paint podcast. Uh, if you are following that, then you know that our store is up. Um, the only easy way to access it is going through my inst- the Instagram and clicking the link in the bio. We don't have a domain, so it's a lot of like .shop.insidethepaint.com slash and all that sort of stuff. So just go to the, go to the account right now. Um, click the link and then uh it'll take you straight there but yeah we got um the logo logo i think it's called the icon series that's out right now we just have the regular word mark out there right now and then we have our vice collection that's only up until the 15th i believe so uh hop on that um but yeah if you were on the instagram and you were able to like cop the 15 percent off uh that's not up anymore so uh now you'll just be getting it full price, but still pretty cheap. So get decals, mugs, shirts, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all that sort of stuff. Men's and women's. Um, but yeah. Uh, so John, Christmas Day, you know, you just open the presents. You're done opening your presents. You got your oh my gosh. Tell tell the video viewers what you're wearing today. Well, hold on. First of all, as you don't, if you don't know, I have a jersey collection. I try to wear a different jersey every podcast. This time, it's the the Grizzlies John Morant jersey. Uh, so John decided to start his own collection. Uh, John, please, uh, mm-hmm. please tell him what it is. Well, so I decided to start my own uh, shirt jersey collection, and you know, I got got Colin Sexton. You know, had a big game against the Pistons. And I got this one for Christmas. This is a Dallas Mavericks Dirk Nowitzki shirt jersey. So I'm wearing this bad boy right now. And I'm going to try to get a new one uh, for every podcast, obviously. Oh, tell them. You got to leave it a surprise. I told uh, them last last episode what I was wearing, but you got to leave it a surprise for what you're... I'll, I'll, from, I'll leave it a surprise. I hope you guys can try to guess, but I will give you a hint. Give them the number. Give them the number pretty wacky uh well i i don't know (laughs) 40 (laughs) i I can't find it anywhere 40 his number is 40 
but I can't find that anywhere. Find what? His shirt jersey. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I can tell you that it's going to be Hornets. Well, that just gave it away. If you can, if you know the Hornets number forty, then you're already on the money. <laughs> okay, but I'm not getting Cody Zeller's jersey because that's stupid. Exactly. I think I just found a new player though that I really am gonna love. Keep it a surprise for me too. Keep it a surprise for me. Um, but yeah, I will keep it a surprise. So, anyways, your opening Christmas presents. You know, you're all done cleaning out the wrapping paper. Laid back, turn on your TV for some good NBA basketball. You didn't get that this year, in my opinion. But um, go over your uh, your whole overall opinion on the Christmas Day games, please. I think that the NBA did a really good job choosing which games uh, should have been played, especially with the amount of games that they missed due to the NBA, you know, bubble and everything with COVID and all that happening. Uh, they always do however, a great job. Always do a great job matching up on Christmas. Right. You know, I really liked my favorite one. The one I was really most looking forward to watching was the Nets and the Celtics. Um, however, as they played out, they were pretty lousy. Every single team, it was close in like the first quarter for every game. And then a team, you know, the Nets pulled away, the Heat pulled away, the Lakers pulled away. So... Yeah. It's okay. I give it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Great yeah. matchups. Not a good result. You can't you no. can't schedule that. So no. um, I didn't understand their uh I I didn't understand the heat against um the Pelicans. Jimmy Butler versus Zion. Yeah, I guess. I personally I would have done like the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Oh Zion. Yeah, I'm a rant. The only problem is, you know, obviously, the Heat were the champions or Eastern Conference, champions. Eastern Conference champions. Yeah, um, they got beat by LeBron James. So. Yeah, but doing it all for the Lakers. Yeah, Christmas wasn't that bad. Um, so we'll just get right into uh, just the season starting as a whole. Um, so I'm just going to talk about a few topics. Uh, I'm trying to go from in order from as of right now. Uh, December 28th. So any games from the season start to December 27th? Um, not all of them, but most of them. Not most of them. The ones that we liked. That's what I meant to say. Um, so let's just talk about the team that got the most, that probably has the most pressure on their hands, which is my Nets. Um, I'll talk about it a lot more, but uh, John, you can start. So from the let's let's just talk about the the three game performance. We'll we'll include the Hornets. They lost to the Hornets by two points today. So just you can put that in however you feel. You know, I think the Nets are really going to be a good team. I feel like they're going to be that dark horse team like last year uh, with the Heat. You know, they they don't the Heat lost a lot of games, but they never were blown out. Right. So I think the Nets are going to do really well this year. I see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Who do you have them beat by? Uh, I'm going to say the... Yeah. I don't know. Either the Celtics or the Bucks. I'm going to say the Celtics. I'm going to say the Celtics. Okay. 
I think the Celtics are going to go all the way. Mm-hmm. So how, I don't know. I feel so basically I watched the first game. That was a blowout. I turned it off after the, like the middle of the fourth quarter. Cause I'm like, Katie and Kyrie are both out. It's not really, right. it's not basketball anymore. They just stopped trying. Um, but yeah, I love like they, I feel like they already got like a three year chemistry going on. Like they've been playing for three years on a team together, passing the ball really well. Um, yeah, they both have. I think both of them have had twenty point games. Both of them, you know, every single game so far, right? I haven't really. I didn't check out the individual stats, but I know the first two games, um, they were both around twenty five points. Uh, so. Yeah, if they can stay healthy, that's the main concern, I think, around uh, the Nets. If they can stay healthy through the playoffs and regular season, um, they could definitely be a great team. They have a, probably one of the best benches on in the NBA. Um, so if they can stay healthy, keep passing the ball, keep using all their utilities and not just, you know, KD and Kyrie, they can use Joe Harris, Dinwiddie, Lavert, all that sort of things. Uh, use everybody, uh, play the way you've been playing, and they'll definitely. I think they can win the Eastern Conference. That is their toughest opponents are the Celtics and the Bucks. I will give them that, but that is. I feel like they definitely have a majority of a chance to win. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think they. They. I think the dark horse person that is really going to depend on is Karis Lavert. Mm-hmm. If he can continue to get better, he can be that that bench player. He could be six man of the year, easy. He could because he already got Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. and Dinwiddie's going to be that third guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like that Kyle Kuzma, right? You know, quietly scoring, you know, fifteen, sixteen points a game, pushing them. But Karis Levert needs to get that too off the bench. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, I don't see anyone else who's going to do it. Maybe. You know, DeAndre Jordan, but he's pretty right. old. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now that we got the Nets out of the way, um, let's talk about. This isn't in the plans, but let's talk about Zion mm-hmm. and Ja. We'll talk about both of them. So, um, the most notable thing was um, Ja getting forty-four points. Was it forty-four points? It goes so. Um, yeah, he got a great, a great game. That one game, I think it was his, no, that was the first game of the year. Um, so you could tell he really wanted to just get out there, show his skills. That's why I'm wearing the jersey. I was going to pick Harden. John wanted me to pick Harden, but nah. Um, but yeah, I'll give your thoughts on that. Uh, I'm trying to look at the, uh, John Morant, 44, 44, he scored 44. He had 44 points. He had nine assists. His uh, three-point efficiency was 50%. He shot two three-points, made one. And he was 66.7% from the field. Great game. John John Moran had an amazing game. Mm -hmm. He had an amazing game. Yeah. Uh, Now. I will say. Go ahead. Oh no no go ahead. You're I was going to uh, kind of like not a different area, so just continue on. Well, I was just gonna say that uh, a lot of these guys also did not have really good games, you know. Mm-hmm. I think 
the 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 guy Dylan Brooks had 16 points. That was the uh, next that highest. Was the, that was the next highest score total. Okay. Um, and so John Morant is kind of doing it all himself right now. Right. Right. Brandon Clark, Kyle Anderson, those guys are all going to need to step up. And oh, what's the other guy that they drafted? The power forward. Gosh, I know who you're talking about too. I can't think of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Just you have the roster up. Just look at the roster. I'm looking at the roster right now. I don't see him. Oh, you're gonna make me look it up. I know who you're talking about too. Hold on. I have it right there on the tip of my tongue. Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. That's who it is. Jaron Jackson. I didn't see him on the roster. I looked, I'm looking at the NBA website, but uh, he's going to really need to step up. He's going to need to be like a, like a double, double guy. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah. Um, someone that has, that I think has been playing amazing that hasn't really been, um, not that he hasn't been talked about because he's probably the most talked about um, young player Zion um, did not have a lot of points, but he definitely contributed a lot. He had 15 points, 10 rebounds, uh, pretty sure his first game. Uh, and he kept, I think he had another double-double. But he's, you know, I think he, he he's not going to be – now that I've seen him for about a season, I think he's not going to be that type of guy like LeBron that can score 40 – I mean, he, he definitely will be. Like, maybe like four games. I feel like four games out of the whole entire 82 regular season. Um mm-hmm. 40 points, uh, but definitely his, like, contribute to all of his stats. So assists, not as much. Rebounds, definitely a lot. And uh, obviously points. Uh, but, yeah, definitely if you can keep getting that offensive board, um, you know, I feel like he'll definitely be in the running, I think, in a couple of years in the MVP race. Um, but, yeah, go ahead with your, your opinion on that. I think – uh, Zion Williamson is going to be a good player. I see him as the next Greg Oden. I'm sorry, Gre- next what? The next Greg Oden. Oh, okay. And I feel really bad for you know Zion, but he he's he's obese. The man is obese. Like, did you see that James Harden picture? <laughs> he is fat. Too much endless buffet at the strip clubs. Let me tell you though. Let me tell you, man's missed training camp. Did not practice with the Rockets. Showed up to one of the games and dropped 44 points. You don't need practice. That's that's like he he is officially with that game. He is officially for me overtaken Allen Iverson as who is the better shooting guard. Allen Iverson was great. James Harden is better. He's better. So James Harden is my number three shooting guard mm. of all time right now, okay. only behind Dwayne Wade and Kobe. So. Yeah, he's better but, than MJ, but that's not really that big of a accomplishment. MJ was pretty trash. So. <laughs> okay, don't try and boil my blood here, John. Just a nice chill episode, please. All right, whatever you want to say, but I'm just speaking truths here. Yeah, um, I don't know. James Harden, he denied the whole strip club thing. You know that? 
he denied it. Yeah. When there is video proof of you yeah. at the strip club. Like, how dumb are you? Just own up to it, man. That's so ass. <laughs> Why would you even, like, attempt to lie about that? I don't know. There's, there's, video, out, there's video out there's, like, weeks prior to him saying, no, that was not me. Did you see what uh, Adam Silver said about it? He was going to suspend him. Yeah, and then but he said that he didn't because it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> Good for Adam Silver. He's best commissioner in sports. I'd vote for him for president. Best commissioner. He really is. He did. Can we address that just for a second? Sure. Let's. Yeah. Let's get a little. Adam. Adam Silver is truly the best professional sports commissioner in modern history. Exactly. Because a few small months after COVID nineteen was popularized, mm-hmm. right? You know, in January, February, it was like, oh my god, I can't wait. You know, I hope it doesn't come to America. Right. March is when it really hit. March is when the NBA season got canceled. The bubble started up in June. Mm-hmm. And Adam Silver Silver created this huge bubble. He created all the log- – and I bet that that was a logistical nightmare. Oh, my having gosh. Having to do the whole so, thing in Orlando. Yeah, when you think about it, you had to – so say, um, you know, obviously when the games got canceled, uh, he, you have no idea what to do. Because you don't right. know, because they didn't know how serious this would probably be or how long term it would be. Um, exactly. So then you have to think about: Are you just going to cancel the season? What's going to happen to the stats, the awards? What's going to happen with the championship? Um, all that sort of things. So then, once it kind of takes a couple months, you know, with no basketball, that's when you start thinking of ways. You know, how can we keep a safe environment? You pick Disney World. Um, great location. You know, they already have like two full size basketball court arenas in there already. Um, you know, you have the hotels there, big open space um, for them to do whatever they want. They have restaurants there, all that sort of stuff. So then you got to drop the logistics of how much this is going to be, how long this is going to be. They have to schedule out all these games that they have to do in order for the championship to be on a set date to start. Um, but yeah, just and the fact that there's no cases at all. During the entire bubble, is just right. awesome. Uh, and then, person. even the coolest thing, even when it, you know, they saw that it was starting to, starting to, um, I wouldn't say that COVID was easing up, but like, you know, once towards the championship ended, um, they got to bring in their families once they quarantined and everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, continue your thought. Well, and another really cool thing, and I get that it's only been for you know a few weeks now, but the NFL has started up their season. And it seems like every single day we hear of another player getting COVID. This coach gets COVID. You know, we see with the NCAA. The NBA, like I said, has only been around for a few weeks. But every single player that has gotten COVID has been completely quarantined. Draymond Green, no contact with the outside world. No contact with the outside world. James Wiseman, no contact with the outside world. Right. They're doing a fantastic job keeping these players quarantined and actually making it a safe environment. And it's all truly thanks to Adam Silver. Exactly. You know, um, you think all the logistics people in the NBA and everything, but 
Adam Silver really set the boundaries and everything for all this. And right. like, I just, you, there, you cannot say that Adam Silver is a horrible commissioner or that At there's all. anything better than him. He, he is, he is by far hands down the best commissioner in professional sports today. Yeah. He did a fantastic job. Amazing. Cause you get, you can't have, you know, you, you have to admit that basketball is the most contact sport, not physical wise where you're tackling each other, mm. like football, skin to skin contact, um, close range with each other. You know, it's small court sweat not, everywhere, sweat everywhere. There's smaller court. It's not like a football field um, where mm-hmm. you're spaced out. You're only in contact for that person with a couple seconds, but you know, you're in contact with another person from like two hours constantly right. so the the way they handle themselves was just an amazing job um definitely once fans get back into the draft if they blew them i swear to god i'll be going on a rant <laughs> because that is just unnecessary for this because without him you probably would have one of the weirdest basketball seasons ever you wouldn't have the bubble for one you'd be getting all these covid injuries that might affect your team like lebron could have got covid and you know the Lakers maybe didn't couldn't win the championship. You never know. So you never know. So without Adam Silver, I don't think the NBA would be the best sport in COVID right now. I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, back to uh, the NBA season. Non well, it is still not COVID season, but um, non bubble season. We shall say. Um, I want to get your opinion. So I already did my opinion on the Nets um, off that other topic, but I want to give your Cavs a chance. You kind of already did in the beginning right away. You couldn't. You were just so excited. <laughs> so go ahead with uh, your, your your takes of uh, their – they play three games? They play three games. Play as of tonight. Out of your three-game start, what's uh, – well, how are you, how you feeling for the future? Depends on how you define future. Let's just go seasonal, just this season. This season. We I obviously think... know they have young players, and they'll definitely be in the playoffs sometime within the next, let's just say, five years, 100%. So, uh, I wouldn't put it past David Stern. <laughs> okay, uh, well then just uh, go, or, go. Wait, oh, that's fucked up me to say. Whoops. I said David Stern on accident. Uh, did you? I did, yeah. Fuck. Rest in peace, David Stern, man. Rest in peace. We were talking Rest about commissioner. We so we were talking about commissioners. Peace. We were talking about commissioners. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Well, anyways, just just your whole season. Just evaluate how you think the season will play out if they keep playing the way they have been the last three games. Um, I'd say, you know, for the rest of the season, um, Darius Garland is a sophomore now. Uh, Colin Sexton, this is his third year. And, you know, we got Larry Nance. We got a lot of young guys. It's going to be nice. And I really, really, truly believe that this year should be focused on winning. Don't worry about draft picks. Don't worry about any of that. You already have a two really cool young talent. They need to learn how to win. They need to learn that culture. Because if they don't learn how to win, when they're super big, amazing players, they won't know how to win. Truth of the matter is that neither of those guys are LeBron James. 
they're not Luca, you know. They're not great players that can automatically will their team to the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to this year, focus on winning every single game. Kevin Love is definitely going to have to step up. JaVale McGee was an absolutely phenomenal move. I think JaVale, honestly, I think JaVale McGee is the best move of free agency. Uh, truly. Because this man is a born winner. He won with the Golden State Warriors. He's won with the Lakers now. And now he can teach these young guys. Now he especially can teach Larry Nance how to truly be a winning power forward center slash position. So I think the Cavs should not focus on trying to get to the playoffs. They should just focus on winning every single game, take it one game at a time, one game at a time, and then next year make some big moves, get the get Kevin Love's contract out of there and try to bring more guys in. Biggest problem with the Cavs. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say the biggest problem with the Cavs is that, like, think about it. If somebody offered you an opportunity to come play at Cleveland, I mean, nobody wants to go to Cleveland. Right. It's the most irrelevant team in NBA history until LeBron James. Mm-hmm. See, you're not going to get a lot of those. Big not, a big, not, a big, not a big town market, yeah. No, it isn't. You're not going to get a lot of those big names. You're not going to get like a James Harden or a KD. You're going to get smaller guys. Unless they get a big player to try and duo, make a dream team sort of. Because, you know. I mean, they tried to do that. I don't know if you saw this. They tried to do that with Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James. And Kawhi did not want to be traded. Yeah. Because they were going to trade Kevin Love and uh, before Colin Sexton was drafted, they were going to trade Kevin Love and that eighth round, I'm sorry, that number all overall pick uh, for Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi Leonard was like, mm, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be traded to the Cavs. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if you can get rid of Kevin Love's contract, get some money freed up, um, since you can't really go for a big player, um, you can at least go for some all-star guys, So, which means yes. you can get more of them. You know, you're not going to be spending all this money on one guy for a max contract. You can spend it on, you know, a couple first, uh, second team guys, um, maybe a first. But, yeah, they definitely, they definitely will be a team that if they can get pieces for everything, their bench, every position, you know, even a little bit above average guys for every position, you'll get a fourth seed easy. I think so too. Now that won't be super teams, but. You, you don't need to be a super team. Exactly. Well, you I don't need to be a team. I don't know about this whole base team market over building super teams. Cause James Harden just put on his trade list, Portland, Portland is not mm-hmm. a big city. No, it is. So we don't know what's going to happen, but I'm very I was really surprised when I saw that. But can I say I would love to see John Wall and CJ together? Don't know why. I just would. You got that speedy point guard in John Wall. You got the range of CJ. Um now you got Boogie if he's gonna be back and you know as not even he doesn't have to be as good as he was before, 
but as long as he's efficient, you know, they definitely got a chance of being in the playoffs. Not going to say, you know, eighth, seventh seed. We'll see. But that's even if James Harden gets traded, which he probably will be. Right. But we don't know when. So, yeah. Well, people are now saying that it's likely James Harden is going to stay with the Rockets. Nobody wants James Harden. Like, if the fans were in attendance, they would. I guarantee they'd be booing. Booing, sorry. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if that's what James Harden is a great basketball player on the world. But it's. I mean, you have to constantly deal with the bullshit that James Harden revolves around with this whole strip club thing. You know, right? Like, he's not. He's not committed. He. He. He wants to win. Mm-hmm. He wants to win. He doesn't need to win. Yeah. So, like, even, even with, like, Anthony Davis, you know, he requested a trade because he wanted to win. Mm-hmm. He's been in New Orleans since his start. Um, but once he wants to leave and, like, want to win a championship and not settle to be a, you know, seventh, sixth seed in the playoffs and getting out in the first, second round. Exactly. You know, it's not what a player wants. And that's not what any player wants. So when he wants to make a move better for himself and the teams, the fans start to boo him, you know, that's kind of like a, that's kind of like a cheap move. Cause if you were in his position and, you know, you get the play, you get the the money bonus for winning the championship. Uh, you get to have better numbers. You get to have more spotlight. You, you do it too. I get your team, but you got to think of it from a player's perspective in which, you know, publicity is everything. So. Mm, I totally get that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if like uh, let's just let's we'll just go to hockey for a bit. My Sabres, if someone, if our captain, you know, wanted to trade, I'd boo him. But you know, after at, at, like in the heat of the moment, I would. Sorry, but that's what I do. Uh, welcome everybody to our hockey podcast. <laughs> I I just I, did, I didn't because uh, you know it's I because I can't I can't go to a Brooklyn game so. Right. 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 No, the Bills, Josh Allen. Yep. 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 Well, can we also a little bit? I, I have a I have a hot take that's not really that hot. Okay. The Houston Rockets are the Knicks of the West. Yo, Their shout, organization. Oh, shout, shout out Knicks. Shout out Knicks. They beat the Bucks. Dis- dismantled the Bucks. Twenty. By 20. By 20. Julius Randle. <laughs> I never thought I'd be bringing up his name in a podcast. But Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Alfred Payton. Oh, my gosh. Great game. Great game. Good future. Good future. Yeah, they definitely have a good future. Um, I think the good future depends on good future does not mean championship by the way i just want to make that clear yeah. um, I, I think just better than what they are which is pretty much winning three games <laughs> uh i think like when we talk about the rockets the rockets are so ass they're ass like, they... like, i remember um what's his face russell westbrook he uh-huh. said in an interview, like he walked into like the like the first day, you know, the Rockets training camp, and was like, "Holy shit, this is atrocious! I cannot believe that they actually do this." 
And it just goes to show you that, you know, Chris Paul wants out. For first, first, Dwight Howard wants out. Uh-huh. Chris Paul wants out. Russell Westbrook wants out. Now James Harden wants out. Mike D'Antoni wanted out. Daryl Morey wanted out. Everyone wants out. There's a reason for it that we're not seeing. Rockets organization is really bad. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the ownership, the management. Um, that's why, you know, that's when they got rid of Mike D'Antoni. Um, right. They James Harden was heavily, like, it's not as much anymore, but he was definitely heavily contesting or contending on going to the Nets because, you know, he he loved D'Antoni. So, mm-hmm. um, loved him as a coach. They had great chemistry. And then when they got rid of him, that's when, you know, but I don't know. Well, uh, wherever James Harden goes, you know, it's kind of an in the situation type thing. I can't really um, say that whoever gets James Harden is an automatic Eastern Conference team um, right. for the championship. But it depends on what team he goes to. Portland, if he goes to the West, nothing. He needs to go right. to an East team if he really wants to get a championship. He's, he's suffered enough in the West. Just go to the East. Um, try to look out with maybe Giannis. Who knows? You know, the West isn't for everybody. The West isn't for everybody. For he's, he's definitely a, a great individual player in the West. But team-wise, no. Not at all. And he's going to have to learn. because, Frankly, James Harden cannot win by himself. Mm-hmm. He can't do it. He's no. too he's too aggressive with the ball and he he cannot do it. However, I will say that he does have the ability if he can put aside his pride, he could be a part of a really good team up with the Nets and even in Portland. Mm-hmm. Cuz you could you could get away with putting like, you know, James Harden at a small forward position. Yeah. And just playing like two centers as your power forward and your center. Mm -hmm. You could really do some damage right there. And I think that will really depend on if he can, like I said, put aside his pride and actually focus on winning. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he will, though, personally. Do you think in any situation, Damian Lillard in that trade package for James Harden? No, there's no way. You think CJ and a couple first rounders are enough? Because who else they got then on that team? And that's Cancer. And his Cancer is pretty good. He is, but you know, not. He's not bad. He, I'm not saying he's bad, but like. He's pretty we'll, good. We'll definitely see, but. Um, I'm just trying to think. Would like would I? Would you give up? Dame for James Harden? Well, no, not Dame. But would I give up CJ for CJ? Dame? Would Harden? you give up CJ? Uh, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Because I've had Dame and CJ for how many years? I'm going to go big or go home. Right. But, so. yeah. But speaking of Western Conference, uh, did you watch that Kawhi 
massacre on the court. Did you did you watch that? Yeah. That he was, was pretty, disgusting. Fucking, oh my god, there's blood everywhere. Nine stitches. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't sit out. He's he did sit out. Um, yeah, he did sit out. This latest game against the Mavericks. And what happens when he sits out? They're down 50 at half. They lost by 51 points, Lucas. Yeah, so I did a little research during oh, the wow. game. Um, so I wanted to see if they're even close of, um, like, the lowest point scored during a half. Um, and, no, they weren't. If you're counting like the old school ones with before the shot clock, the lowest scoring game was 19 to 18 <laughs> entire basketball game, and that was back in like the 50s. Um, but it was so in total. So they scored. I don't know how many points they scored total, but that was the lowest during a game in Clippers history. Um, but the lowest point total in a game. Can you guess who? Um, what team was that? And I'll give you a hint. It's the 90s. Who scored the lowest point total? Yeah. Let me see if I can find the link again just to get the correct was it, stats on it. Was, it. was it the Jazz? It is not the Jazz. I'll give you three times starting now. Was it the Bucks? It was not the Bucks. Can you give me a hint for this last one? Was it in the east or the west? What'd you say? Was it in the east or the west? It was in the east. It was in the east. April 10th, 1999. 99? Yes, 99. That's even a bigger hint. Um, I'm going to say Miami Heat. You were close. Was it Orlando? No. So, April 10th, 1999, Miami faced Chicago. Ah, uh, is Chicago? Chicago has the lowest point scored by one team in a game since the NBA shot clock was introduced in 54-55. Can you guess how many points they scored? Was it like 46 or something like that? Was it 40, lower than that? 49. It was 49 49? I will. I'll bring up the uh, the statistic board. This is the one I was looking at during the game. They didn't even get close to this. They were miles better than any of these teams. So that's the scoreboard, or that's the statistics. Uh, this was the game. This Minneapolis versus Fort Wayne uh, that got eighteen to nineteen points. It's actually the same game. As you can see right here. Uh, this one game has two uh, first and second place records for the fewest points before the shot clock. But yeah. Um, that's kind of messed up. It's terrible. 40, that's just, that is how influential Michael Jordan was. They went from championship level caliber to the lowest points in history. You know, actually, Luke, that's a really interesting topic because. For all my viewers out there, I just want you guys to listen and look at a website called basketballreference.com. Uh, it has every single statistic on every single thing that you could possibly imagine. Um, one of the things I, I thought was really interesting here, I, I pulled up Chicago and I pulled up their roster in 1999 and I couldn't find 
I just, I couldn't find Michael Jordan. And I was like, okay, that's obvious. He retired. But I also couldn't find Scottie Pippen. And so I looked for Scottie Pippen and I found him the year before. So what this tells me is that when Michael Jordan finally decided to retire for the first time and the Bulls won two less games and didn't make the finals because of a buzzer beater shot, Michael Jordan is crowned the king. But when Scottie Pippen leaves to go to Houston and wins a championship in Houston, uh, it just... Well, not that year, I guess. I guess he never won a championship, so never mind on that part. I was thinking of, uh, I was thinking of Clyde Drexler, but all I'm going to say is that Scottie Pippen is the real reason that that team was such a good team. You know, Michael Jordan leaves; they almost make the finals. Scottie Pippen leaves, and they score 49 points total in the game. So. That's also without Michael Jordan, though, as well. So, well, yeah, but you know, in 1995, they were without Michael Jordan. I guess we'll do that. Uh, 1994, 1994, they were without Michael Jordan. All right, before this gets gets into the old Michael Jordan versus LeBron episode. So, <laughs> um, oh, by the way, Luke, when's that special coming out? <laughs> the one where. A bunch of us debate and we try to convince you that either LeBron or Michael is the GOAT. When's that supposed to come out? Next topic. Um, actually, there's no next topic. Sorry. That was our last topic to talk about. Um, <laughs> what's uh, You know what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a quick question before I ask you my final question? Yeah. Who are you leaning towards? Who are you? Le- You're not even going to. Okay. All right. I'm not even going to spill. Threw away the key. He threw it away. Throwing away the key. I am leaning towards somebody, though, but I'm throwing away the key. All right. Well, let me just. And just so you think, because I was defending MJ just there. That it's not, it's MJ. I'm not saying it's LeBron. I'm not saying it's MJ. I'm just, def- I, if it was LeBron in that situation, I'd be defending LeBron. I'm keeping it par- uh, impartial. You're trying to walk a very thin line here, Luke. <laughs> I am. I am. But uh, get into your question. To, oh, well, you, first, you, first, you got to first explain because you always have to explain just in case if this is their first of time watching. So Luke is our host here. He, he uh, always asks the question. He always comes up with all the topics. He has a little notepad and everything. A little, I do got a little notepad. He, he has a little thing right above his, you know, his desk that he has. You know, I do have a little ideas. thing up above my thing, yeah. And he, he's really dedicated and everything. So I try at least one per episode to come up with a question that I can ask Luke. I ask for his opinion. And today I have uh, another question for you, Luke. So let me pull this up real quickly, real quick like. Sorry, this is about your Nets team. Okay. So let us say that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant Mm -hmm. are obviously not tradable. Yeah. 
who are you willing to trade away in order to get James Harden? Okay, I can tell you right now. Go ahead. Dinwiddie. Levert. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Dinwiddie. Allen. Okay. I'm trying to think of the picks. Um, two first rounds. And two first rounds. One, one reason, one coming up, one in this near future, and so then maybe a second you, rounder if they're feeling a little, a little uneasy. So you would keep both Joe Harris and Wander Shamit. Hmm. Or would you? Would you? Because because you already have Kevin Durant. Okay, 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 okay. So if you think about it, if we get Harden, we wouldn't need Harris. Um, well, we would. I but I'd put him to bench. I'd put. Why would you put Joe Harris to bench? No, because then I could put him at. He's a I was, forward. He's a I know. I was forward. thinking if we kept Dinwiddie. Hold on, you're getting me all confused. I like being the host. Hold <laughs> on, give me a few seconds. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so basically, my lineup would be. If we made the trade, mm-hmm. um, Ky- Kyrie, James right. Harden, um, Harris, Joe Harris, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, uh, DeAndre Jordan, and then oh fucking hell, who's their fucking power forward? Uh, I'm not sure. Nets fan, I guess. Who the fuck's their power forward? I can't fucking I mean, think of his name. Kevin Durant right now is your power. He's forward. Small forward. He's your small forward. Joe Harris. Did I fucking just miscount? Yeah, you did. You 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 already counted all five. <laughs> all right, I'll wrap this up. So thank you guys for coming to another episode. Uh, I really appreciate it. Luke's going to go. He's going to probably drown himself, hopefully so. Um, real quick, I, I would like to show you guys my, my playthrough. I, I just built this new world in Minecraft. It's pretty cool. No, 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 no. I walk well, away for oh, two seconds. Oh, my bad. Seconds. Uh, I mean, look at this cool statistic of Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you. I was get even doing. Of... The worst thing was I was doing my fingers, <laughs> and I was counting with my fingers. <laughs> you're like, you're like one, two, three, four, <sighs> five. <laughs> okay. Let's ju- let's just let's just. Kyrie, James Harden, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, and uh, DeAndre Jordan. One, two, three, four, five. We got that. So here's here's my question. You do have a problem if you give up Jared Allen. Okay. Who's your backup center for DeAndre Jordan? Am I allowed to take somebody from from Houston, or is it just straight up James Harden? Probably just straight up James Harden. Nick Claxton. Who? Nicholas Claxton. He's a he. He was a rookie you know, last year or the year before. But he's a young center. He'll be backup. DeAndre Jordan can mentor him, get him some good rebounding tips. He'd be a great bench guy. What do you want to do with Torian Prince? Stay on the bench where he belongs. He did so well. He with did. Atlanta. I know he did, but with a team yeah, that he, so he was also bad. with a bad Atlanta. So he also yeah. had more touches, but 
So who knows? I'll keep him on the bench. Well, I mean, he had nearly 12 minutes of touches and he missed five. Jesus Christ. I, I'm looking at the game here. And uh, this was this was the game against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took he was in for 12 minutes. And he had a total of two points. Both of those were free throws, by the way. Uh, he took a total of four free throws. And so he missed two of them. He was 50% from the free throw line. And he took five shots. Can you guess where those five shots were? From three. All five of them were from three. He did not take a single field goal attempt. Only three points. Yeah. And missed all five. Um, he has a plus he's minus one of those, negative nine. He's one of those guys that I can't get he's anything asked. That I can't get anything for him, if I'm being honest. Can you think of someone that you'd get for Torian Prince straight up? Uh, yeah, like fucking a copy machine, like Kyle Korver. That's that's such a shitty move, man. I feel. I'll, so- I'll- <laughs> <sighs> Poor Kyle. You could trade him to the Knicks, and they'll give you like a fucking first round pick. We'll take that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't even have to move. But yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my draft that's my trade for you, John. Would you accept it? <laughs> if I'm the New York Knicks, I'd probably give him. No, 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 no. I'm talking about my I'm talking about my my Rockets one. Would you take that trade? Uh, which one? The one that I just told you. Uh, I mean, you kind of all over the place to be honest. So you're you're gonna trade away Dinwiddie, Jarrett Allen, and two, two first rounds. That's it. If I was the Rockets, I would take it. Yes. Okay. There you go. My my day at GM is done. Championship mm-hmm. here I come. Well, your big three is no match against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Big three, because their big three is gonna fucking rock your. I'm gonna walk out again. Uh, we have Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, and last but not least, Dante Exum. <laughs> So, step off, bitch. <laughs> okay, well, that'll um, wrap up our this episode. And uh, I forgot about our new guy, Dean Wade. Oh, sweet. You got Dwayne Wade? <laughs> Dean. Oh, oh <laughs> never mind. Dean. Yeah, Dean. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, and Thon Maker. I didn't even know we had Thon Maker. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? We got Thon Maker. Oh, wait. Hold on. A little update. Yeah, the day after we fucking were, had Leangelo Ball as a fucking topic on our show, he got fucking cut. Yeah, he got cut. <laughs> For not playing a single NBA minute. Like, how bad could you do? <laughs> like, I kind of feel bad for him. He didn't even. There. I kind of feel bad for him, though. You don't get I mean, a single. You don't get a single NBA minute. He must have right, done really obviously at practice. Really, he, that's what I'm saying. You have to like if he was at practice, then he didn't even like excel past the practice squad. So he's a practice squad player at best. Yeah. So the only reason they tried to sign him to a ten day is because of his name. Yeah, that's crazy. That also brings up another hockey reference: Wayne Gretzky. You know him. 
I do. I, he was uh, in a, uh, like a Trailer Park Boys episode, the animated one. <laughs> yeah, he was best hockey player that that's ever been. He's the that's good. what Bubbles said too. And um, his brother came into the league, got drafted by my team, actually. Um, the Saber two Sabers, Sabers, Sabers. Okay, Saber okay. two is our mascot, though. So you're nice. Yeah, but yeah, we signed him. The little children. He's is he nice. any better than Wayne Gretzky? Well, I'll pull him up. I think his name was what was his name? Wayne Gretzky. I completely forgot his name. That's how irrelevant he is. Um, <laughs> where is his brother at? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Personal life. Family. Bro, where's his fucking brother? I'm just going to look it up. Wayne Gretzky. Brother. Keith Gretzky. Or Brent. Brent, yeah. Brent, Brent Gretzky. So. I don't know why the fuck. Well, no, 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 no. That's not even him. <laughs> that's, that's not even him. Not, I oh, guess yeah. not, that's a retired guy. Well, no, they're all retired. But I'm just saying. Oh, Wayne Gretzky's retired too? Yeah, Wayne Gretzky's been retired for a while. Oh. He played in the 80s, 90s. Keith Gretzky. That's who it was. It is Keith. It is Keith. Keith. Keith Gretzky. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I was right. Okay, so <laughs> he got drafted by us 56th overall, so in the third round. Um, he attended two training camps and played several preseason games, but he never played for us. <laughs> oh, really? He was amazing in, like, the juniors, so, like, leading up to, like, the draft. He was amazing. Um, in 298 games, he scored – 113 goals and 222 assists, which was amazing. But the best season he had for um, so we so basically there's like a minor team, like uh, mm-hmm. whoever we don't like, we get sent to the minors, like G League. Uh, okay. the best so his point total, he played two seasons. This is his two season uh, total mm-hmm. in 66 games. He only scored 11 goals and 37 assists. So I think it just goes to show you, legit. And even so, for hockey terms, an average player, uh, above average player would get like about a point a game. But okay. in the minors, you can't even score a point a game. Don't buy, don't draft a player because of their name. That's all I gotta say. That's that's the lesson learned, I guess, from that. Yeah. Well. What do you think about LaMelo? I'm looking at his stats right now. He averages six, four, and three. Takes time. So the, player, the player efficiency rating of 5.8. I will say, though, he's definitely, um, you know, he can you, – you definitely see him fit in the league. He's already doing, like, these insane passes and these, you know, between mm-hmm. the legs, no looks. You know, he definitely has – Potential. You just got to work on that that stupid jump shot he's got where he goes like this. Yeah, he does have a really – because he was so used to just having them flow in. But now when in the NBA, when you have guys that are – When you have wingspans of, like, freaking airplanes. 
Right. You know, <laughs> you know, you just like Thon Maker, baby. Thon, we'll get it. Well, you know what? We'll I'll put that on the topic list for uh for next time. We'll talk about Lonzo's uh what he needs to fix. But yeah, Lonzo or Lamelo? Lon Lamelo. It's Lamello. late. It's late. Right, um yeah um we'll uh <laughs> well uh be sure to get our instagram check out the store um we'll be doing some more collections in and out um but yeah check out that vice collections only up for another couple weeks so get those if you want them there's decals as well so even if you don't want to buy a sweatshirt just get like a three dollar decal i don't even get any of the money so just Buy whatever you like. Um, but yeah. So thank you uh, for watching. Um, this will probably... I'll try and fit one more episode in before I go back to school. Now, the thing is, I won't be able to upload much. As much as we're trying to do now. But we'll try and get at least a couple episodes up during the semester. We'll see. But um, no promises. If we go... On another break, I'll make sure to let you guys know because I we didn't do that last time. <laughs> I didn't. We kind of were just ghosted. We kind of just ghosted you guys. So I'll let you know if we're on another break due to schoolwork. But but after that break, if that it does happen, we'll have like like almost a half a year of just we can just keep like busting it out, and that's when playoffs start and all that sort of stuff. So we'll we'll be uh, we'll be fine um, with whatever comes out, but. We'll try and squeeze one more episode in here before we go back. But yeah, uh, John, you want anything uh, to say before we uh, wrap it up? Uh, just a reminder to all the haters out there that uh, Cleveland Cavaliers are still undefeated. Uh, yep, as uh, the recording of this video, they did not have another game. That is right. As, from the beginning of this video, they were undefeated, and at the end, they're still undefeated. So. Oh, that's crazy. It's like they don't play at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I will say that anyone who doubts LeBron James has every reason to doubt LeBron James. Uh, but they're not good reasons. Mm, wise words. Reasons. Wise words from John Swellstead. Yeah, pretty awful reasons. And the only reason that you hate LeBron James is because you're trying to hold on to this certain fantasy that somehow in some way Michael Jordan is better and it, it, I'm sorry LeBron is the future he's he's the man is literally one of the oldest players in the league right now and he is the future so take what you will from that um, uh, be sure to uh, tune in next episode where we'll see what jersey John buys um, yes I have it's been ordered I really it has. I ordered it. Okay. Well, I've been running Coming out of jerseys. I think I only got one more left. So, One more left. So if we go on break, then we'll definitely have to buy some more. But anyways, um, be sure to uh, like the video on YouTube. Subscribe if you want to to watch the video versions when they come out. They come out before um, the, the audio versions. So be sure to check those out if you want an unedited cut of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.